Oak. Yeah, it is uh, 9.32, views and news through till 12 o'clock, me, Clarence. Uh, and remember your WhatsApp messages and voice notes, 0725671567. And your calls anytime at 0214460567. I anticipate that some of the conversations we'll have um, are, well, there's probably wide-ranging opinions on matters that we'll discuss today. And trust me, your opinion matters. Okay, so keep it coming through whenever you are triggered. Bring it through your mind. It's appreciated. Let's have that conversation. Now we're going to take a look at uh, things trending on social media. Barbara Friedman joins us uh, in the studio. It's Bob's Wire. And what do you have for us today? Yeah, I mean, this morning I, I just was completely mesmerized by the story that was breaking about these gunmen that stormed a television uh, live on air, this television studio that was live on air. They stormed into this studio in Ecuador. It's in the town of Guayuquil, which I did Google how to pronounce so that I could come on here and do it correctly. Guayuquil. Regardless, we would have trusted you. I know, but that you should event. never. <laughs> but I always think it's important to go and listen to the pronunciation. We weren't going we to Google Maps. But the thing is, is that um, that country is going through the most. And you know, it really is intriguing to, to look at that. It's, it's like, um, run by drug cartels, yeah. these p- prison gangs, this particular, uh, drug leader somehow escaped from his prison cell. They're not saying they know that it's directly linked to these guys that stormed the TV station, but the president had declared a state of emergency on Monday for 60 days to try and get these gangs, the drug cartel and the drug gangs and the prison gangs under control. Um, I think they reported last year there was an increase, I can't remember the percentage, something like nearly 5,000 people were killed in 2022, actually. By in violent ways, by kidnapping, shootings, murders, etc. It's gone. Com- it's crazy. It's like a TV show. It's like Narcos. Yeah. And I was just and the prisons know, or something else. Something else. And and uh, you know, I understand that this president, who's young, um, is trying to uh, trying to turn things around. Uh, Daniel. Noboa, who I know when he came into power was only 35, I think it was about a year or two ago, and uh, comes from a wealthy family that built its fortune. I looked on the banana trade, so I don't know quite what his politics are, but um, he sort of promised that he's going to try and turn this violence around, and so obviously the Monday State of Emergency was part of that. Then how are these guys storming a TV station live? They arrested them all. I think there were 13 of them, got all their weapons. But, the, you know, I mean, I worked in TV for years, and I kind of just could have pictured, like, can you imagine? And I was saying to my colleagues, can you imagine if, like, these gun armed gunmen stormed up the stairs here? What would you do, Clarence? And they put a gun to your head. There's a picture. There's a little gun butters against the guy's head. And yes. saying, please Here's don't. the news bulletin. Read it. <laughs> Read it. <laughs> I remember a few years ago in, in Turkey when there was a coup. Mm. I don't know if you remember that they, they, they came into the mm. TRT studios. And we have a lot of, of our mm. colleagues who work at TRT or have gone to TRT for a few years here and there. And there were some of my friends who were there that, that night. Yeah. Um, terrifying. Terrifying. I was saying to my colleague, I said, what would you do if you saw them storming up the stairs? Where would you go hide? She said, I think she'd go into the paper recycling bin. I'll blame Joe. He's got a mic too. He's the one talking. <laughs> <laughs> I told him not to say it. It's Joe. I know we're laughing and it's not funny, but it is quite, you know, we've got huge problems here, but that level of impunity, it is crazy yeah. what's going on there. Yeah. Moving on to a slightly lighter, well, I don't know if it is lighter story, but I was up. 
absolutely fascinated by this article on Business Insider. The headline of the article says, the hottest new dating site, colon, LinkedIn. And I kind of thought, well, that is intriguing. And I mean, the truth is, where anyone's got a profile with a photo, you're game, right? But LinkedIn's the oldest. Mm, Yeah, look, first of all, it's it's one of the oldest platforms of these uh, that exists. It was around long before, I think it was around before Facebook. I could be wrong. But it really has been around for a long time. And it's taken years to get the kind of traction from a business perspective and a user perspective. I remember in the early years, I, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't that impressed with it. Whereas now I know a lot of my colleagues are on LinkedIn. They're very active on LinkedIn. They've got, if they're freelancers, they've got the open for work sign on their picture. So I think a lot, and I've heard from people that a lot of recruiters use LinkedIn almost exclusively to find people to fill jobs and positions. So it's become a very big thing. Um, I think it's got like something like a billion um, active members. So it's a very big platform. But obviously it's going to end up, you know, where there's a DM capacity to direct message someone. It's going to be an option for like dating. Look, I trust the information on, on LinkedIn. That's, and I that, think your CV should be there. And that, your point you're making, is one of the reasons people say that they think people are wanting to use it as a dating app. Mm. Because on a lot of the very well-known apps, be it Bumble, Tinder, and there are lots of others, sometimes there are, this is the catfishing going on. Mm. There are people with fake profiles. But at least on LinkedIn to an extent. You can it, check. You can check if they're real. Yeah. And I think that is a plus, mm. but obviously a lot of uh, there was a whole, there was some research done uh, because um, you know people have had these these people sliding into their DMs on LinkedIn with inappropriate messaging. Um, some have had more positive experiences, but the question is, you know, the community policy of the page is prohibits the platform for romantic advances, and it emphasizes LinkedIn is a professional networking platform, not a dating site. It's not going to help. However, exactly. Um, so I think there are pros and cons. I think, as we're saying, people kind of go, you know, at least here yeah, we know these are legitimate human mm. beings. Um, and, you know, people are using every single possible platform. I mean, it says in this article, even things like Strava, you know, Strava is that um, exercise app, you know, so you can, you can actually join and like people who run or cycle mm. or whatever. And I was thinking about it, but that's because this is the new world. Yeah. People meet people everywhere in the world. I mean, you can join a running club and meet the love of your life. So, what, you know, why wouldn't you use another? But you're not catfishing. Yeah, yeah you have other professionals endorsing, you know, you. Um, so, so you can, like, determine, I guess, if there's a degree of like-mindedness, which is a good start. I think there are positives to yeah. it. But obviously people who are there for very professional reasons are very unhappy about it, just saying, you know, look, this is not what I'm here for. Please do not be sliding into my DMs trying to, like, hit me up for a date. Do you mix business and pleasure? Do you mix work and dating? I don't know. I've never been a fan of that in one's work life. I think there should be something that you... Well, it happens. It happens in the workplace. I'm of sure course it, work, it happens in this building as well. Of course it does. <laughs> I've just never been a fan because I think it leads to problems. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. So that's an, to me, that's an interesting thing. We often talk about digital stuff here on this segment, and I just I find it quite interesting that, that... And it's an obvious point that LinkedIn is now morphing a little bit. Not formally but that it's being used it in that way. It makes sense to of course me. I it think makes for sense. professionals that and are lonely. Course, and of course, like, like, let's find someone who's got a great job. <laughs> well, there's that too. <laughs> let's find the CEO of like a Fortune 500 company because I think that's going to be my, my husband. Let's catfish her. <laughs> Did I turn it on his head? Not him. <laughs> oh, dear.
Then finally, because, yes, it is only the beginning of the year and already the news is so depressing, um, I've decided to pick up on a story that was uh, published on Good Things Guy that always has a lot of happy news. Um, and their journalist, um, Ashley Neft, wrote the story and actually went and took a picture of, and I do live in Seapoint. There's a beach down the road at the end of Seapoint uh, called Sunset Beach. I don't know if you know where that is. It's at the bottom of Queen's Road. Yes. Um, the next beach on is Saunders Rocks. Um, but the one, Queen's Beach. And apparently there's a sort of Banksy-style, unknown, anonymous artist who does these big hearts out of stones on the sand, like really massive big hearts. Um, and it's actually a beautiful thing. So people are walking along the promenade. You look down at Sunset Beach and you see these, this beautiful heart made of stones. And um, it's just a very sweet thing. No one knows who this unsung rock star is, to quote the article, who dedicates themselves to these different displays which people are finding so warm and sweet. And um, that's the story. But what it made me think of was, I suddenly remember that a couple of years ago, I was walking past Sunset Beach one beautiful summer evening. And I looked down at that very same beach and there was this amazing um, huge stone uh, stone same thing. I'm going to show you the picture here. I took it and I put it on my Instagram of a peace sign. Oh, that's a beautiful pic. It is a beautiful pic. Did and you take it? Yeah, I took it. So that is a massive peace sign on the beach made of stones. And it's exactly that same beach. So I'm thinking this Banksy artist has been doing this for a very long time because that peace sign is in exactly the same spot as the hearts that they are now photographing. So I, I should have done a story back then. So it's in the same spot all the time? It's on that same beach. Well, that's, that's, that's Sunset Beach. So if you want to go look out for it, people, it's a beautiful walk along the promenade. If you're coming from the middle of Seapoint side, go past the Seapoint Pavilion. The next beach and is Sunset Beach. And let's identify the perpetrator of all of this beauty, please. I know. Well, apparently they haven't found the person yet. Well, so if you're out there, Seapoint Banksy person, let us know. Who is it? Maybe they're listening. Let us expose him. Oh. <laughs> It doesn't they. matter. They. <laughs> that's that's what's trending today. Barbara Friedman, Bob's Wire. Every day just after 9.30, she saves us the task of having to trawl social media for the, the stuff that's trending. And most of that, of course, is just a waste of time. But she does it for us, and she brings interesting little tidbits uh, to the party. Now at 9.43.